0: Uh, in your Bibles or your Bible app, find Matthew chapter six, Matthew chapter twenty-eight, and Luke chapter ten, and we're going to pull our text out of those three openings. But while you're turning there, I, I want to, I want us to just to get real serious with one another. You know, uh, we're living in a time that. I don't think we realize how dangerous this time that we're living in. I mean, we're just we're just walking along, and and slowly but surely the devil has just rocked the church to sleep. And um, I'm gonna. I usually keep my opinion to myself, but you know, you can read in the Bible where Paul said, "The Lord said," and then he said, "I say." So I'm going to say some things this morning and then you take it up with the Lord in your prayer time. But I'm telling you, we need to be in prayer and we need to do some prayer and fasting before this upcoming elections. And we need to be in the place and the position to find the mind of God. Because if things don't change. We're in a mess. Now, we know. God has a time for everything. But right now, they had a plan. The enemy had a plan. And you can go on online and read about it. It was supposed to take place in 2020, the Great Reset. All that, all the Great Reset is, is to take everything away from you and I, where we own nothing. We can do nothing, but we've got to depend upon the government. But God, by His mercy, He gave us a president who stood between them and that for four years. But now we've got even leaders who say they're on our side that are not. They're hypocrites and they're leading us in this direction. Now, they want it to be where you and I have to depend upon them for everything. So we need to be in the place and we say, Lord, God, I know that I'm a part of the church. I know that you're going to take care of me. We're going to God's going to take care of us. Come on, because we 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 trust him. We believe in him. And but at the same time, he wants us to bring in a harvest before all of the work of the enemy to destroy this earth. And so you and I need to to be in the place, and the position that we say, Lord, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. I'm going to witness. I'm going to testify. I'm going to do whatever you'd have me to do, because I know that you've got my back. But I want you to know that I've got your back. Really, all of these things that we're occupying our time with, we need to cast them down in the name of Jesus and just be about our Father's business because you and I are going to have all of heaven to enjoy life. This is just a, just a training ground. Heaven is going to be the greatest thing that you and I can ever imagine. This little taste that we get in worship, how wonderful that is. That's it. So let's don't, don't think that you're giving up nothing. You, you're going to be able to let loose of some things and have some liberty and freedom. Amen. So we're going to start a series this morning and, and the, we're going to call this, uh, prayer, praise, and power. I, I don't know how, I don't know how long the Lord's going to keep us in this, but uh, we're going to be looking at, at on down the road this morning, for some reason, we're going to look at how your prayer life and the praise that comes out of your prayer life is going to be the level of your power in Jesus. And that's going to set the foundation for then where we go in the future. Amen. All right. So uh, Matthew chapter six. Let's look at the source of power and authority in the earth. Because you and I, we need to remind ourselves what the Word of God says. Because without the Word, we have nothing. But with the Word, we have all truth. Amen? Okay, uh, let's look at the closing of of Jesus teaching the pattern for prayer in in Matthew chapter 6. We don't have time to cover all that. But let's just look at the last part of the verse, starting in verse 13. Matthew chapter 6 verse 13 as jesus is finishing up this pattern for prayer and he says and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power highlight that in your mind's eye right on the table of your heart for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen now turn over to matthew 28 and Jesus is fixing to ascend, and the last words he gives his uh, disciples, gives his followers, look what he said in verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power. So we see the we see the miraculous power of God the Father in Matthew 6. Here in Matthew 28 we see the authority of Jesus Christ because that's what this word is. And Jesus came and spake and say, saying unto them all power, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Look at starting in verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, "'Even the devils are subject unto us through thy name.'" Remember, he said, go, and this is a type and a shadow of that, the 70 going like the 12 did. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, "'Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name.'" That's that authority, that's that power. And he said unto them, "'I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven.'" Verse 19, "'Behold, I give unto you power, "'I give unto you authority to tread on serpents.'" and scorpions and over all the power over all the miracle working power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you father in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ right now i ask that there be a stillness in our heart like never before that there be a divine reverence by your presence I ask that supernaturally, that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear, that you give us the ability to receive this word and to retain it. Let it bring knowledge and understanding. Let it bring motivation and direction in our life. And let us be set in perfect season, in perfect timing with the Spirit of God, what He wants to do in and through the church before the sounding of the trumpet, before the coming of this great reset, before the time of the tribulation. Lord, let it be. We ask these things in the name of Jesus, and we all say, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Great Reset has to happen to bring in the Antichrist system. Come on. Don't you feel an urgency in your spirit? Don't you, don't you see what's happening before our very eyes? They've got to destroy America to be able to do this, and, and we're closer than we've ever been. Come on, the the dollar is being devalued right before your eyes. and So we've got to be in the place where we say, Lord, I, I know that this world system, thank God for me being born in America and thank you for the liberty and the freedom. But I'm not of this kingdom. Come on, you're of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's your protection. That's your source of, uh, of promise and privilege. And so, as as we're looking at this n- new understanding, you and I, we've got to see that everybody in this world wants more power. Well, remember, in the uh, uh, in the nineteen nineties, the most popular TV show uh, was uh, Tim the Tool Man. Remember Tool Time? It was always. More power, more power, more power. The world wants more power, and that's what the devil's trying to do. He's trying to raise up leaders who are strategically take away your power, your privilege, your authority as a human being, where you have no rights, and they can control everything. And so you and I got to be in a place this morning where we say, wait a minute, I'm not of this kingdom. I've got a kingdom that is not made by man's hands, that is not dominated and controlled by man's understanding, but I'm of the kingdom of the Lord God Almighty. I'm blood-bought, blood-washed. I'm here for a reason. And so this morning, let's look at some things I think that will bless us and help us. Now, notice what he said there in Matthew chapter 6 as he's teaching uh, his disciples how to pray, and and we'll talk about that in the future. But notice what he said there in verse 13. He said, and lead us not into temptation. See, right now there's going to be a great temptation because you and I know that and understand that because the Bible says in the last days that there will be a great falling away. And, and see, so many times in, in my life, I don't know about you, I'm just speaking out of my heart, I looked at that great falling away as it would be something that would be so easily seen. And yes, we, we see people falling away from the gospel, falling away from the church, and that part's easily seen. But The Bible is more being specific for you and I to understand it's spiritual. There's going to be people in the churches, but they're not in Jesus. The falling away is something that happened in the spirit, and it's not even noticed by somebody who's not paying attention in the spiritual aspect. They see people physically there. I can be physically, I can be sitting beside Donna a lot of times, and she's talking to me, but because I've got something heavy on my mind or on my heart, I'm not there. She said, did you hear me? No, I I didn't. I didn't hear you. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And and so that's the way it is right now. Just because you drive past a church and the parking lot's full, that doesn't mean anything. You realize Jesus, he's Jewish. He's of Judah. He's not an American. See, we've had it so privileged for so long, we think that everything's going to be all right always. It's not. You can't do what we're doing, keep sticking your finger in God's eye and not think that judgment is coming. I dare say judgment may already be here. We better be cautious and we better be in the place and the position where we see people are going to die and go to hell unless I do what God called me to do. Amen? So I need to be in the place of prayer. But as I'm in the place of prayer, I've got to see that that uh, uh my true level of prayer comes out of my praise. See, I get so caught up in, in what I need to pray that I miss out that I need to be in the place of praise in my prayer because the place of prayer reveals my faith level. And when I start praying uh, in that place of praise, all of a sudden the power of God it reveals itself in my life. And as he reveals himself in my life, every work of the enemy, all of a sudden there's a spotlight. All of a sudden, there's there's a revelation. All of a sudden, there's an understanding. Ah, oh, this is a, a a place where the devil wants to stumble the church, where he wants to stumble me, where he wants to stumble my family. But no, it's illuminated by the Spirit of the living God. The light of Jesus is shining on it. It has no attraction to me. It has no hold on me. It will not pull me down because I'm stepping up in the power of the Spirit of the living God. Amen we've got to be in that place so let's look at this thing he said he said and lead us not into temptation now uh um, we, we look at that and we think well, god would, would lead us into temptation no no well, jesus is saying you and i need to be in the place and position where we know that god can draw us look at that word that word lead it means to draw he can draw us out of anything that would tempt us right. isn't that amazing your Lord and your Savior. That's what Brother Corey and Brother Justin were leading us in. Jesus the Savior, He's the one that became all human, but yet was all God. And yet He was at all points tempted, yet without sin. So He knows how to deliver us from everything of temptation. Now we know that God... Uh, uh, Brother Ryan, put James chapter 1, I, I, maybe about verse 13, somewhere in there um, on the screen. We know that God doesn't tempt us. Look what the the verse says. Let no man, let not mankind, say when he or she are tempted that I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any so God doesn't tempt us. So, of course, we don't have to pray, God, you know, don't lead me in temptation. No, God, I believe I'm, I'm praising you. You're going to deliver me from temptation. Those things that would get my mind, get my eye, get my heart. You're going to bring revelation to me. See, uh, the Bible tells us in uh, Luke chapter four uh, that the tempter left Jesus. Who's the tempter? The devil, he's the one that brings. And so Jesus defeated the devil. And if he defeated the devil and he did, then guess what? Jesus can lead you to that place of victory this morning. But I've got to be in the place where I see I I, I need to pray. But the way I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray out of my praise. Listen, by the spirit of God, I'm going to pray out of my praise, not out of my problem. I'm going to pray out of my praise and not out of my problem. See, if you and I, if we can't worship God in what seemingly is the good times, how in the world are we going to pray to him and praise him in the bad times? Now, I say, God doesn't say, I say, this is the good times. You better be looking at it and seeing what you need to sow now for what's coming. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, uh, bring us to yourself from evil. Ain't that amazing? God, he, through Jesus, by His Spirit, He wants to deliver us from evil. But this word deliver, it means he, to rush to where I'm at and to put me up and put me in His hand. Yeah. To reveal that I'm in His heart, I'm on His mind. Brother Zach, when, when everything's going crazy and you've done everything you can do to try to get things to work and it don't seem like you can get it to work, you're on God's mind. Brother Duckett, when you're fighting the enemy in a battle and, and you're laying in the hospital bed, you're on the Lord's mind. You're in the Lord's hand. Amen. You've you, you got to see that. You've got to believe that this morning. We've we got to stir ourselves up on it. See, the Bible says in Second. 2- Peter chapter 2, down about verse 9, that God knows how to deliver those who are godly out of temptation. So, how do I pray out of praise? See, I used to, I would get down and I'd cry before God and say, God, here I am, I'm in this temptation. And, and, and I've done messed up in it. I've done stepped in it knee deep again. And all of those things. This is bigger than me. That This is, uh, it seems like it's bigger than you. No, I praise God. My God yeah. knows how to deliver me out of temptation. My God has delivered me out of temptation. I will not be tempted with evil because my God said that He was a God that was not tempted by evil. I am led by His Spirit. I'm inspired by His Spirit. His Spirit never leaves me nor forsakes me. He said He would go with me as I went with Him. Amen? Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. This is so critical and this is so important this morning. We've got to believe that. He said, uh, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Will you say amen? So we got to say amen. And amen is an act of faith, but it's an act of praise. Brother Ryan, put Colossians 1:13. Let See, you're in this kingdom that has defeated darkness. You're in this kingdom that has delivered from all temptation. Look what the Word says. This is talking about Jesus. Jesus, who hath, past tense, delivered us. Put your name in there. I, I, I tell the devil this. You need to tell the devil this. You need to, to let all of creation know that you know what the Word says. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Come on. Jesus said, I'm giving you authority over the miraculous working power of the devil. See, Revelation 13 tells us that the devil is going to, as the Antichrist is going to snap his fingers and bring fire down from heaven, he's going to work signs, wonders, and miracles. And people are going to follow him. And he's going to look just like the lamb slain. And they're going to fall away from their salvation and accept him as Savior. And they're going to sentence themselves to death. But you've got authority over signs, wonders, and miracles of the devil. So when the devil says, Oh, you don't know what's happening, you can't understand, you've got to what? You've got to pray out of your praise. You've got to have the power of God in your life because you know what the Word says. Amen. And when you know what the Word says, all of a sudden you say, Wait a minute, I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness from that power, that authority, unto uh, the the, the kingdom of His dear Son. So I'm in the kingdom right now, and and I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to be a part uh, of bringing someone else to that kingdom. I'm waiting for the fulfillment of all things where I have all the eternity with the God that loves me as a father. A God that loved me enough to send His Son. Freely give me Jesus. Amen? All right. So... Jesus, as we see here, God the Father, He has um, He has this, this power. And then he, he, he delegated that power to Jesus. And Jesus, born of a woman and of the Spirit of God, walked in this flesh. And yet He defeated all of the, the plan and the work of the enemy. Uh, and He took the, the, the dunamis working power of God and He, he turned it into authority. In other words, uh, he showed the devil who was boss and then he gave it to the church. So that's why we read those three openings. Uh, And so Jesus said, all power, all authority is given to me in heaven and in earth. Come on, glory. And, And so he said, as you go, I'll be with you. I dare say the reason why we're in trouble in some areas in our life, we're not going. We've sat down. See, look what they've done in 2020. They shut down most of the churches in the world. Thank God we didn't shut down. But a lot of the churches have never recovered because they've got in that mindset of we've got to listen to the government. The government we're to obey all things unless the government goes against the word of God. So Jesus said, as you go, you're going to go in power. You're going to go in authority. And he said, and then he gave us that example. The 70, they heard what Jesus said and they went and they said, the devil is subject to us through thy name. See, see if we're not careful, we let the devil scare us. See, sometimes in my life's past, I've been afraid to give a testimony because I knew the second I gave the testimony, here would come the devil and he would beat on my head. But see, I gave, I was giving him power. Because I was saying he can beat on my head. Who, did God say he could beat on my head or did I say it? Come on. We've got to stand up and we've got to tell the devil, I know who Jesus Christ has made me to be in him. And I'm going to start my my day. I'm going to start moment by moment. I'm going to pray without ceasing. I'm going to be in that position where I have uh, that communication with God the Father through the Spirit continually. And I'm going to be in the place where I'm not praying the problem, but I'm praying out of praise. I know every problem I'll ever encounter, every problem that you'll ever deal with, Jesus has done took care of it for us. Yeah. Go with me, and let's look at some scripture. I think that will help us. Let's go to Psalms one forty-eight, and uh, I hope we get to minister out of this whole whole psalm sometime. Uh, the, uh, in these fourteen verses, twelve times the word praise is is listed. And number 12 in your Bible numerics always means governmental perfection. So if you and I want to be in perfect uh, order of God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit, then we're going to be in the place and the position of praying with praise. But I want you to see what happens. Look at the last, um, just the last two verses, Psalms 148, verse 13 and 14, uh, talking about you and I, let them praise the name of the Lord. Remember, the the disciples, those 70, when they returned, they said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. You and I, we need to exalt that name of Jesus. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, nobody can be saved but by that name of Jesus. Nobody can be healed but by that name of Jesus. Nobody can be delivered but by that name of Jesus. Why do you think they won't let you? You can pray to God all you want to, but don't you pray in Jesus' name. Because then we've got a problem. Because there's no power there. God can be anything. A lot of people worship trees. They worship animals. They worship the stars, all of those things. But you and I, we worship Jesus the Christ of the Most High God. Amen? Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is excellent. His glory is above all the earth and heaven. Now notice what happens. When you and I are in the place of praise, we're praying from the place of praise. Look what happens. Verse 14. He, the Lord, exalteth the horn of his people. Oh, glory. When you and I are not praying out of the problem, we're not praying out of out of fear or out of need, but we're praying from the position of faith, and that faith is causing us to praise God, even in the worst situation. He said that he would what? He would exalt the horn of his people. Everywhere you read horn in the Bible, uh, it has to do with power. Power. Remember the horns of the altar. You, you, you read about it all in the Old Testament. And we you know, there's, I uh, can't think of his name. It just come to me. He he was in a place afraid for his life and he ran and he grabbed the horns of the altar and so he would not be killed. You, you and I, the, uh, so what we've got to see is Remember when Isaac was fixing to be sacrificed by Abraham and and all of a sudden uh, the lamb, Jesus, what happened? His horns got stuck in the thicket. All right. And and, and Isaac didn't have to be sacrificed because that sacrifice wouldn't mean anything, but it was a type and a shadow of what Jesus was going to do. See, uh, Abraham, he praised God because he trusted God and God gave him Jesus. You see what I'm saying this morning, when you and I, when we trust the Lord and we praise Him, even though we're having to do some things that we don't understand, we don't know why we're going through them, we don't know why God's asking us to do that, but we go ahead and act in faith, God will provide a Jesus for you, the Jesus, amen? And He said, when you're in that place, He said, He also exhorts the horn of His people. So God's strength, God's power, Jesus wants to be exalted in your life. Well, he'll never be exalted unless you go through something. Come on, the trying of your faith worketh patience. And when patience has its perfect work, you and I, we become complete, wanting, lacking, nothing. Amen? And, and so God, he, we, we, the devil means all these things for harm, but God turns them from good because our faith level is being strengthened. And, and our praise level then is able to come and lift up Jesus to a place we've never been before. See, I can praise Jesus in a way this morning I never praised Him before because what He has done in my life. You can praise Him, amen? Uh, And so uh, we got to see that's how God turns these things for our good. That's how God works in those situations. He exalted the horn of His people. Now notice this, the praise of all of His saints. Even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praise ye the Lord. Now, when you get to that last one, all of a sudden, then you the praise this comes in 13 times in this chapter. So uh, we have this ability then to break through governmental protection and come into the number that would be a, a, a problem to God's people. And we can conquer it. And how do you conquer all the problems with Praise. Isn't that amazing? You and I, we can conquer the problems that the devil brings in our life this morning in this this nation, in the plan of this great harvest, this great revival that God wants to bring in. It can be conquered by you and I being in the place and the position of praise. Now... I want you to take that and mark that down in your Bible lab, highlight it in your Bible, if you've got your Bible with you, whichever. And 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 I want you to quote this out out every morning that you get an opportunity, especially between now and the elections. And I want you to say, he also exalteth the horn of his people, the praise of all of his saints. In other words, God, the more I praise the Lord, the more power I'm going to have. The more power I have, the more I'll be able to pray. And the more I pray, because sometimes you don't feel like praying. Sometimes you don't want to pray, or maybe I'm just talking to myself. Sometimes I just want to go sit in the corner, have a pity party. But if I'll just meet God halfway, He'll meet me where I'm at. And He said He would exalt that horn. He would exalt the power. He would exalt the praise. And and the Bible says that God inhabits the praise of His people. So you're going to get more of God's presence. And the more you get of God's presence, that means the less of you and I. I don't know about you, but I want less of me and more of him. I want him to increase and I want to decrease. John chapter three, what John the Baptist said of Jesus. Amen. That's what I want because I need him desperately to be able to do what he's called me to do. I need you desperately. We need each other desperately. We have got to come together in prayer and in appreciation and understand that in Jesus, there is no difference. There's no difference. We need to tell the devil when he tries to show us something that is a difference between us. uh uh-uh, devil. Well, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female, but we're being made one new body in Jesus Christ. Amen? We're all growing together. We're growing up together as we hear the Word of God. And so we've got to be strong. You and I, we're going to do great exploits. Daniel makes us a promise. He said, those who love the Lord, that we're going to be like the ships of Chittim. We're going to come against the devil. Come on, I'm, I'm prophesying to you in the name of the Lord. We're going to come against the works of the devil by the power of the Holy Ghost, obeying the Word of God, and we're going to batter ram what the enemy is trying to stop. He's coming in this community. He's trying to stop what God wants to do, but in the name of Jesus, we're going to meet needs of people. We're going to see them saved. We're going to see them fed. We're going to see them clothed. But most importantly, we're going to see them come to Jesus Christ and He will be their Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. we have got to believe it. We've got to stand on it. We've got to let it be. All right. Turn with me, if you would, to to Psalms 18. Uh, I I just got a few Psalms I want us to look at, and uh, we're laying a foundation, and we'll get really into it in the coming week or two. Look at Psalms uh, 18. Let's look at the first few verses. Look at verse number one. Psalms 18.1. If you're there, say amen. <clears throat> I will love thee. Oh, Jesus. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. I love this because this word strength here is a Hebrew word that means help. Help. So uh, I, I want you to see the play on words here. God is your strength, but the way he uh, gives you strength, he helps you. Aren't you glad that God will help you? Yeah. He'll help you wherever you're at, whatever you're dealing with. Verse 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God. Now notice this, he's my strength in whom I will trust. So all of a sudden, when, when we call on in in prayer of praise to who God is and what he is, he's our help, but then he becomes our strength. And this word strength here means he's that rock that is inaccessible. By the enemy. See, that's how God helps us. He puts us in a place. Remember, He put, grabbed Moses, put him in the cleft of the rock, and he passed by and he saw all the glory of His hinder parts. Well, that's under the old covenant. You and I were under the new covenant. He's got some things to show us, Amen. But but you, is, is He asking for this? See, we've got to see prayer is not simply you and I begging God for something. We've got to see that there's all different kinds of prayer. There's Yes, there's prayer of agreement. There's prayer of faith. There's prayer of consecration. Uh, uh, There's there's prayer of gladness. There's prayer of worship. But here... There's a prayer of praise because he's making a decree. He said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. He's calling him his strength. The Lord is my rock, present tense, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Now, see, we undo that completely if we get down on our knees and say, Oh, God. I got 28 days worth of money and there's 32, 31 days in this month. God, I just, I just don't feel like I can go on. I, I, I'm so depressed. I, I, just, I don't see an answer. I don't see an end. I don't see a way out of any of this. Is that the prayer of praise? Yes, but to the enemy. We'll look at just a minute in closing how you and I, we can pray a prayer of praise to the enemy and exalt him. Verse 3. Notice how now, because he's got his prayer in the place of praise and it's in the place of power. Look what happens. Verse 3. I will call upon the Lord. See, we get things all out of order. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. We've got to honor the Lord. We've got to honor that name. We've got to honor who He is. We've got to let Him know. He said, "I will call upon the name of the Lord." This word "call" is a Hebrew word that means I'm going to call out God by His name. So, this morning, I I I don't know about you, but I I need some healing in my body, so I I call out to Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals me. Amen. And I address him as that. I start worshiping him as Jehovah Rapha. And all of a sudden, that's from the position of praise. That's a position of power because I'm putting him above my symptoms. Amen. He's a God above headaches. I don't know who's got a headache in here, but I right here, somebody's got a headache right here. And it's, it's just pounding. Jesus is the, the God above headaches. Amen. He is. He's that God that can do it. Amen. But whatever it is, if you have a need, uh, uh, whatever it might be, call on Jehovah Jireh. Come on. The God that will provide. He he is your provider. He's your source. And so I will call upon the name of the Lord. I'll address him in praise, not out of my need, but out of the promise. Look what it says, who is worthy to be praised. Now, this word uh, to be praised here, it means to make a boast, to make a show. See, when you and I, when we start talking about what God's done for us rather than what we need, all of heaven. All the holy angels are standing up and they're ready to be activated. And then all the workers of the enemy, his angels, they're bound because they're put to a stop because they can't work when the word of God is going forth rather than the word of the enemy. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I. Be saved from my enemies. See, that's faith. And that's praise. You you, you know, we've got to see that God is a delivering God. You're not going down. You can't go down. When you're founded upon the rock, you can't go down. Because the rock will never fail you. Amen? All right. Turn to Psalms um, 75 in closing. Let's see. For sake of time, look at verse number four. Psalm 75, verse number four. Uh, I said unto the fools, "Deal, Deal not foolishly. And to the wicked, lift up not the horn. Now remember, we talked about where the word horn is used. It's symbolic of power. And so just like Uh, Jesus is, you know, he's the horns of the altar of God. And he had the horns that got stuck in the thicket that defeated the devil. The devil is as the lamb slain. He has his own horns and he's being exalted by this world right now. Why do you think there's such a push, uh, for this blood sacrifice not to end in America? Why do you think it? Because the the, the devil gets power from all of this. I said in the fools, deal not, deal not foolishly to the wicked lift not lift up not the horn verse 5 lift not up your horn on high how do you lift up the horn of the enemy speak not with a stiff neck everybody that's talking haughty proudly that's lifting up the horn of the enemy right now we've got leaders saying this is what we're going to do this is the way we're going to do it god's laughing They're bringing judgment upon themselves. God is laughing. Verse number six, look what the word of God says. From promotion cometh neither from the east nor the west nor from the south. Where does it come from? Verse seven. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and he setteth up another. Come on. It's time that you and I come in agreement and say, Lord, set us as a church, wherever you want us. Set us as a believer wherever you want us. Where do you want us? I will go where you tell me to go because I'm not going in my own ability. I'm going in the authority of the Lord. Every step that you take because your steps are ordered by the Lord, you're going by the authority of Jesus. Hallelujah! For the, in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red, and it is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same, but the dregs thereof. All the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. Think about it. But I will declare forever. So that's the enemy lifting up the horn uh, that you and I don't want any part of. But verse 9, but I will declare forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be what? The Bible says you are the righteousness of the, your horn, your strength, your power, because you're praying out of praise. But, but you've got to tell the devil that. You don't, don't let the devil tell you, oh, I'm getting weaker and weaker. I'm getting older and older. I'm getting more forgetful. I'm getting more feeble. I'm getting no. I, we can't agree with all those things. You say, well, we can't fight old age. We, we, I'm not. I'm not saying that we're stupid. We know that that it's you and I. It's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. I understand that, but I don't want to die before my time. Do you? I, I want to live as long as the Lord would have me to live. I want to accomplish what He's called me to do. I want you and I to work together hand in hand with the Master. And so we've got to say this, we've got to say, Jesus may be righteous, so I'm going to be exalted. That horn, that power, the power of the Lord. See, it's you and I, we get so concentrating on the physical that we think our power is in the physical. Thank God we've got to do some things in the physical, but we'll never do in the physical what we don't do in the spiritual in our prayer life. That's, that determines what happens in the physical. And, and, and so the more that we give uh, to the spiritual in our personal prayer life in this time of praise, the more power is going to be exalted in our life. Amen. Uh, I know you're getting tired, but. Let me just read this to you. Psalms 89. 15. I want to leave you on a good note. Psalms 89, 15. Blessed, how happy is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Verse 16. In thy name. Come on, we're going in the name of the Lord. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. Second witnesses. Because the Lord is your righteousness. Because he makes you righteous, you're going to be exalted. You're not going down. Don't let the devil tell you you can't be an influence. Right. That's, the church is shut up because they, <clears throat> the devil has convinced us that nobody cares about Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everybody's looking for Jesus. Right. They're just looking in the wrong places. Verse 17. For thou art the glory of their strength. How glorious is the Most High God. Him and Jesus is going to light heaven, right? That glorious city forever and ever. There's no sun there. There's no moon there. How glorious is God? For thou art the glory of their strength. Oh, come on. Are we not on the same page? How much electricity does it take to light Las Vegas, Nevada? If you ever, if you ever do do a search on that, you'll be amazed at what, how much electricity they burn in a 24 hour period. That's nothing compared to what it's going to take to light heaven. And God is the source of it. Well, he's the source of you. This morning, he's the source of your strength. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. You can forgive and be forgiven. You can rejoice when you don't feel like it. You can walk in the promise and the power of God because God said so. for thou art the glory of their strength and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted Uh, affirmative verse 18 for the Lord is our defense and the holy one of Israel our king come on we're of new Jerusalem we're of new we are the church and Israel are one amen Uh, we're just in the time of grace waiting on them to come in he's your source now, we won't go there, but you make a note. Hebrews ten thirteen says that Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. Paul quoting the psalmist from Psalms, what is it, 110 or something like that? So Jesus is waiting. How is he going to get his enemies made his footstool? Through you, the church. Because we go into the enemy's camp and we take the spoil back. We bring people to Jesus. And then all of a sudden, when that's accomplished, take and make a note, mental note of Revelation 19.1. Revelation 19.1, you have an understanding that it says that all of a sudden that all power is back to Jesus. Because why? Because we're one with Him, He's one with us. We've done what He asked us to do in the earth. Come back together, now everything's fulfilled. Because His enemies are His Footstool. this morning I want you to be so encouraged come on you may not see everything the way that I see it we may not understand everything the same way or same level but you and I are serving the same Jesus and we're being groomed not by this world but by the Holy Ghost and as long as we have a soft pliable spirit there is nothing that will be impossible to our God in us and through us amen I want to, this is kind of funny, but I want to leave you with this thought. You know, we know that every good thing comes from the father above and and every good thing that is in us, we have those traits because they come from God. So that's why I'm going to give you something to take home and laugh about. Uh, there's a lady named Marion Gilbert. She lived at the end of a cul-de-sac and in in her end of her cul-de-sac, there were eight, eight homes. And so, uh, one morning uh, she got up uh, and she set her coffee uh, there by the door, and and uh, she done done a few things, and she she picked up her coffee, opened the door, and she was going to go sit down on the front porch and open up her morning paper and read the paper and drink her coffee. Well, when uh, usually she has to uh, walk down to the uh, to buy her mailbox, they they just drop the the paper there by a mailbox at the end of her driveway. But when she opened the door, all of a sudden, there was a little puppy, not very, you know, in between a puppy and a dog. And, and, and he had her paper in his mouth. And and uh, she thought that was so cool. You know, and she she petted him and and uh, spoke praises over him. And she said, let me get you a treat. And she went and got him a treat. And so she went out there and sat down. And she read her paper and drank her coffee. And it was just it, it, she, she thought, how what a blessing, you know. And so the next morning she got up. This was her normal routine, and she got her coffee. She opened the door, and she stepped out there. And when she looked, there's that puppy, and there's all of her neighbor's newspapers with hers. (laughs) See, the puppy knew when we praise God. That's just God's nature. He wants to do more and more and more, more than we can. What? Ephesians three twenty. He and do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. That's your God. Please take this message and, and, and meditate on it. Let's get in prayer and let's repent as a nation. Let, let, you may not be able to fast physically, but you can fast something in the name of the Lord, whether it's uh, something that you'd like to watch or read or, or, or do, whatever it might be. That's between you and the Lord, nobody else. But... Spend some time and and, and tell God we're not ready for the enemy to take over this nation. We're not ready uh, for the enemy to be able to do what he has planned. And we want to be a part of what he would do in these last days, would you? And and I believe we can really be in the place where we can get the mind of God and we can have um, uh, that harvest that we're all desperately believing for. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this wonderful group of people. I thank you that you have placed us together, that you are building your body, that you're doing an amazing work in our lives. Lord, you're moving on each one and you're showing them different things about yourself. You're showing them what their role is. You're showing them how important they are. And you're giving them boldness. You're embracing liberty in their lives to take them to that next place. And there's others they are under a, a severe attack uh, from different things this morning. And I, I asked you, by the power of the Spirit of God, that you would show them how to praise you in this attack, how to speak the Word of God over that, where that uh, attack can be swallowed up in Jesus, where the promise and the provision can be ministered into situations and circumstances that otherwise would be impossible, but you can be glorified in. Lord, let it be. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Would you come this morning and make yourself an altar and say, Lord, here I am. I, I'm just going to praise you. I know that I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I know that I have the spirit of God and I have liberty. And I know that you've called me unto a holy calling and you have something greater for me than I've ever dreamed possible. And I'm going to praise you for it. And when you and I do that, we're going to see power manifested in our lives in a greater degree. Come on, you need some things this morning, but what you really need is just a deeper walk with Jesus. We all do.